in the name of Jesus Christ, who said, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. Dear friends, this world, our country included, is experiencing a crisis of depression. According to some studies, there are more than 9 million clinically depressed people in the United States. And while depression tends to afflict the old more than the young and women more than men, it is no respecter of persons, places, income, or even titles. Listen to this quote. I am now the most miserable man living. If what I feel were equally distributed to the whole human family, there would not be one cheerful face on earth. Can you guess who spoke such dismal words? Abraham Lincoln, one of the most cherished, revered presidents in American history. Depression has many causes. Some causes are biological, should be treated by a physician. But there are other causes, simply the result of the headaches and heartbreaks of this life. Financial difficulties, loneliness, guilt, relationship issues, even the feeling of being forsaken by God. What should we do as people of God when we feel that way, that type of depression? Where should we turn? Thankfully, Psalm 42 has some answers. Here they are. First, when feeling down, remember to look up. That is not a tired locker room pep talk that's usually offered to depressed people. Things like, oh, come on, smile. Chin up, shoulders back. Remember, tough times never last, but tough people do. And when the going gets tough, the tough get going, rah, rah. And don't forget the advice of little orphan Annie. The sun will come out tomorrow. The Bible doesn't say that. The Bible doesn't say look up. It says look up to the living God because he alone is the source of all hope and joy and consolation. Twice in Psalm 42, amid his depression, the psalmist reminded himself, put your hope in God, put your hope in God. And when you and I are feeling down, we should remind ourselves to do exactly the same. Put your hope in God. Second, if you're feeling down, Remember to speak up. And that includes finding someone to talk to. Yes, a, a trusted friend or confidant, a campus counselor, a professor, whomever you're comfortable talking with. But, but don't be silent. Don't keep it to yourself. Don't pretend. Because that will only increase your pain and isolation. But especially, tell God. Because in the very act of praying to God, you will begin to have that transcendent peace that can only come from giving our problems and worries and burdens to the Lord. Here they are, Lord. I can't deal with them anymore, but I know that you can. Isn't that what the Bible teaches? Paul wrote in Philippians, do not be anxious about, next word, do not be anxious about anything but in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God, 
and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Third, if you're feeling down, get up. And I don't just mean get up, get out of bed, get busy, get involved, get your life back. That's good advice because depressed people tend to be isolated people. But what I really mean is get up, get yourself to the word of God. Go to public worship, go to chapel, do the private devotions because here's the reality. If you're depressed and you stay away from the word of God, you're just feeding your depression, not feeding your faith. The writer of Psalm 42 understood this perfectly because one of the things that he remembered vividly, joyfully in his depression was when he used to go to church, when he was able to go to worship. This is what he said. These things I remember as I pour out my soul how I used to go with the multitude, leading the procession to the house of God with shouts of joy and thanksgiving. Fourth, if you're feeling down, remember, read up. Read up what? You know the answer. Read the Bible. Read all those promises that God has made you. Read and then read again who God is, what God is like, what God has done, and who each of you are in Jesus Christ. Why is that important? Someone very close to me deals with depression. And a major part of that depression is really a wrong view of himself. And it almost breaks my heart when I hear dismal expressions like, I'm worthless, I'm just a burden, I can't do anything right. And I say, no, You have a wrong view of yourself. What I want you to see is how God views you in the Lord Jesus Christ. How does God view you in Jesus Christ? The answer is loud, trumpeted throughout the Bible, but where is it more eloquently expressed than in Romans 8, a chapter that opens with the words, therefore there is now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, none and a chapter that ends with this glorious promise that there is nothing in this entire universe that can separate us from the love of God that is in Jesus Christ our Lord. Do you understand what that means? That means no matter who you are, no matter where you live, no matter what you've done or what you own, no matter what other people may think of you, no matter what you think of yourself, The reality is that God views you in Jesus Christ as his own, as redeemed, as restored, as forgiven, and nothing can ever change that. Nothing. Fifth, when feeling down, shape up. What does that mean? That means make godly changes, set godly priorities, Eliminate ungodly behavior. Know why that's important? We know from the Bible, and we all know from personal experience, that nothing can create more depression than a feeling of guilt. 
When King David committed adultery with Bathsheba and refused to repent of his sin for a period of time, he was overwhelmed with guilt and depression. Listen to his words. When I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. Day and night, your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was sapped as in the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you. And I did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. And you forgave the guilt of my sin. Finally, when feeling down, cheer up. But let me say that another way. Be cheered up. Be cheered up by this, the faithfulness of God. The certainty that your God is going to get you through this and restore to you the joy of your salvation. The writer of Psalm 42 had the same expectations because every time he asked the question, why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? He followed it with a confession. He said, I will yet praise him. The time's coming. I will yet praise him my Savior, and my God. Ever heard the expression, don't talk to yourself because people will think you're weird? There's actually, biblically, a time and a place when you should talk to yourself. And that's in the middle of feeling down. You should ask yourself the same questions the psalmist asked himself. Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Why am I so depressed? When God has proven his love for me beyond doubt in the sacrifice of his son. And tell me this, self, why do I go on expecting the worst from God when he's already given me the best he has to give? Jesus Christ. So if you're feeling down, remember these things. Look up, speak up, get up, read up, shape up, and cheer up. Because if you do... You too will say with the psalmist, the time is coming. I will yet praise him, my Savior and my God. Amen. Hymn 370, stanzas 1 and 2, 370, verses 1 and 2.